Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joe Austin's Podcast Mania. Sponsored, as always, by Lincoln Lanes. Go to Lincoln Lanes and see Scotty and get a hamburger from Mary. Paul Dittweiler might be around. 12 lanes of championship bowling with air conditioning. If you want to be a sponsor of my podcast, uh, just give me some money or buy me a beer sometime. That'd be really cool. All right, everybody. We're here live on the podcast with my good friend Randy Hartshorn, the Randaminator, the absolute king of bowling weekend recreational bowling <laughs> and drinking. And uh, we're watching the 92 Royal Rumble. We had a bit of an issue, the the longest I can do a podcast for, uh, by all means, by nature, should be this long, because it shouldn't be that long. But anyway, it can only go an hour. And the match itself is um, one hour and two minutes. So we're joining it already in progress. It's the 1992 Royal Rumble from uh, Albany, New York, the Knickerbocker Arena. And uh, we've got El Matador, Tito Santana. It's like the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Was he the Heartbreak Kid already about this point, no, Randy? Not yet. Okay, so it's just Shawn Michaels. Uh, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And uh, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. As always, we point out, well, as always, it's the first time done on a podcast, but whenever I hang out with Randy, uh, we like to point out who's dead, who's been a world champion, and who's a Hall of Famer. Of course, Ric Flair's a Hall of Famer. As of right now, we have four Hall of Famers in the ring, Joe. And, and there's four in the ring, so that's cool. Let's let's see. Flair's actually a two-time world champion. No. Flair's a two-time Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Pardon 16 me. 16-time world champion. Thank you. Thank Woo! you for the save. Well, I got issues with Ric Flair right now. On his <laughs> podcast, he likes to woo the University of Michigan. He and I don't. Rick like Flair that. goes for money because Rick Flair was also at the Georgia game and got paid by Georgia too. So <laughs> he's a Georgia guy from Atlanta, wrestled in Atlanta a long time. So makes sense. Nonetheless, he's doing pretty good in the Rumble right here. A two-time Hall of Famer, of course, with the the Four Horsemen. I, uh, Shawn Michaels will be a two-time champion because you know they're going to put DX in. DX is already in. Well, then he's a two-time champion. <laughs> I didn't two realize they put DX in. Hall of Famer, in. Joe. That's why Randy's here. Randy, <laughs> Randy and I, have, we have often laughed. We don't know how long we've been friends. But by doing research for this, I think it's been right about 30 years. This is the 92 Rumble. It's 30 years later. Uh, it reminds me of, of when I bowled Traveling League. And uh, Judy was your aunt, right? Yes, yeah, Judy and, Savage. Yeah, she, was a, she was a great lady. I, I remember... My mom and her mom talking about the Ross Perot running for president. And they were, I don't know if they, I couldn't really tell if they liked him or hated him. It depended on what he said that week. So that's about the time I met you. Yep. And so we have uh, all the barbarians in the ring now. Snored the barbarian. Because there was the other barbarian that was in Faces of Fear. That was uh, Conga the barbarian. That's the same barbarian. That barbarian? With the oh, w- that is Conga. That's right. That's Barbarian with the WCW. Pardon me. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yep. You're right. That is Conga. The Joe has had a little bit more to drink than what Rand Dam has, so. <laughs> that that may be, but being drunk is more your natural state, so. <laughs> you, you make more sense the more you drink. 
Oh, the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich coming to the ring. From the great Von Erich family out of Denton, Texas. That's a million dollar face and body and no brains. Yeah, poor guy. Kerry Von Erich, actually another Hall of Famer. The Von Erich family. Oh, they did put the whole part family of the Hall of Fame. Yes. I forgot. The whole family. Even Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that every boy is like this world-class athlete in different ways. Someone had like a swimmer's body and Kerry Von Erich built like a crap brick shit house. Yeah. Then you get Chris, he's like five foot nothing. <laughs> Von Erich's one of the tragic stories in wrestling history, of course. Kevin, the only brother, still alive. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. In Texas, when... Uh, they did uh, World Class Championship Wrestling was on Saturday night against Saturday Night Live. Yeah. So in the 70s, when Saturday Night Live was really good, they were beating Saturday Night Live in the ratings huh. in that in the Texas area where they where they broadcast. That's a little before my time, Joe. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Not much. Uh, I, I was born in '80, so. Yeah. <laughs> We need a bowling event like the Royal Rumble. We, people start bowling and then more people get eliminated. And then, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That'd be great. A 30-person bowling tournament like the Royal Rumble. <laughs> One and two come out. And then you just go until you hit 30. We'll we see do who's, match play we'll that see way. see who survives. That would be. That'd be... Woo. I'd hate to be number one. you got to go through 30 games to that win. Would, that would suck. That might take a while. Might have to split that one up. Oh, the Repo Man. No. Not a Hall of Famer. If, if you, not no, dead. Not. So, unless Demolition ever goes into the Hall of Fame, that's the only way the Repo Man's getting He in. could get like a whole row at autograph signing, though. If he could change costumes could, really yeah. quick. You know, get your picture of Crusher Grinch out. Well, him, and, <laughs> him and Axe still do those indie signings and, oh, right, and yeah. stuff. They do the Demolition thing. But speaking of Hall of Fame, Demolition is well overdue to be in the Hall of Fame, I think. I don't know why they're not. It doesn't make any sense. Considering they were, you know, the longest reigning tag team champions up until, you know, the New Day. Yeah, I agree. It, it just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. You put the Bushwhackers in there before Demolition? <laughs> Come on now. Well, Coco Beware is Politics. the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Coco Beware, I think, is the worst <laughs> Hall of Famer ever. I mean, sure, put Frankie in, but not him. I'd be like our uh, buddy Bob Bowers going into the Hall of Fame. Hey. <laughs> we know he's not going to listen to this podcast, so it's cool. I'll be getting a phone call. Why are you talking about me on the internet? And I'll be like, new phone, who this? <laughs> You want delivery? Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, that was a professional imitation. That was not cultural appropriation. <laughs> that was done for doc documentary purposes. Anyways, back to the match. Uh, Repo Man's in there, and if you've never seen the Repo Man, he wore a great, a great gray singlet with like road tires on it and a like a hamburger mask. Yeah. And he's like, because he's going to sneak in the night and steal your car. Oh, here comes the hammer. 
Greg Valentine, still alive, another Hall of Famer. This was a great rumble for Hall of Famers. Quite a, right. quite a few Hall of Famers in here. He's really interesting. Go on YouTube and listen to his video. You can like, he's got like a, they're broken up on a bunch of different videos at, talking about everything. And he never says anything bad about anybody. And No, he seemed like, you know, a legit tough guy. But yeah, anything you hear about him, like he, he was an actual nice guy outside the ring. Okay, but Flair, man, he, of course, is Flair's Back in the MO. Day, uh, Flair and Valentine, I bet, could put on, you know, one of those great 60 minute Broadway matches. They used to be tag team uh, partners. Yeah. I don't know if they had a, I don't know if they made it to the, the titles or not, but. This is uh, back then with the 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 time when they came between the when they came in the ring when it all wonky, like yeah. sometimes it would be five minutes, sometimes it would be like two minutes. Yeah, even nowadays they range it anywhere from thirty seconds to two minutes, depending on how long they wanna they wanna do it. At this point in time, I think we were still at two minutes in between. All we had to do is say. You know, every so often, someone will come to the ring. Then yeah. they didn't have to make, yeah. make it so Don't specific. make a time frame. And you see the timer go up there, 10 seconds, count down, and bring them out. Shawn Michaels doing his thing. <laughs> selling like a master. <laughs> I'm not going out right now. Well, he really sold that tap to the midsection. <laughs> two deck guys working him over. <laughs> Uh oh. Oh, this oh, is weird. Oh, my third on a beard. Out comes Nikolai Volkov. I was going to ask. To sing you. the Russian national anthem. <laughs> if you could do In your the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I have a theory that all, all pro wrestling fans can do Nikolai Volkov doing the national yes. anthem. Hulk Hogan. A Randy Savage. Yep, and Randy a Dusty Savage. Rose. Yep. For some reason, everybody just has those sound effects in their vocal cords. <laughs> but yeah, any anybody can sing the Russian national anthem. <laughs> One time during one of our tournaments, we're going to be the national anthem. And no, I'll do, I'll do my best. Uh, How during, during the seven hundred oh, no! during Please the seven hundred tournament, I'll come up here and stand with you. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the Russian national anthem. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Hortshorn has respected you all rise in honor of the Russian National Anthem. <laughs> that would be fun to do at Scenic Lanes. Yeah, Steve would kill us. In but... pickup trucks of rednecks and just be flying in the parking lot. Somebody dishonor America! Oh, out goes Nikolai. Didn't uh, even make it two minutes. Short, short night. I wonder if you get paid the same how long you're in the match. I think so. I mean, they probably don't. Yep, like Monsoon said, that didn't even take one minute. <laughs> That's what she said. You're doing so great when you think you've got everything under control. From the blind side, here comes somebody. You nuts? That was. You got Greg Valentine working her flare in the corner. That one punch looked kind of low. You got Flair and Valentine squaring off. Now the repo man has joined in. El Mahador, Tito Santana, and the Bulldog trying to eliminate my man Shawn Michaels. Um, 
I'm not Tornado sure. trying to eliminate Barbarian. And I'm, now we got the big boss man, Ray Trailer, coming to the room. Uh, he is uh, Hall of Famer and gone. Hall of Famer and gone, yes. By the way, the Tito Santana has pink boots on. So sure I, don't know, I don't know if we are allowed to say El Matador. Oh, out goes the hammer. Or La. La Matador. Or La Matador. La Matador. Or... <laughs> Or um, soy Matador. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Spanish. I don't know how this pronoun age. I don't know how to do that in Spanish. We will try to be as culturally respectful as we can during this match. Out goes the Reaper man, sneaking around looking for something to steal. Well, we're back in the we're at, we're in the nineties too, so we can can yeah. we just talk like we're at nineteen ninety two. We can talk like the brain and get away with everything. <laughs> we don't have cancel culture yet. Man, Tito versus Flair would have been a great match. Yes, yeah. it would. He'll, back in maybe nineteen eighty eight, eighty seven, or even in ninety two, it might have been. I'll have to check the Coliseum video section and see yeah, if that's I on there. Wrestled each other. I know they do have a match of Ric Flair against Kerry Von Erich on there. Which was an old, is it NWA thing? We had to um, one of the super clashes. Is that a super clash? He wrestled at the. It was uh, Dallas, the Parade of Champions '84 against Kerry. Um, oh, Kerry won the belt. Out goes Bulldog and Von Erich. We're eliminating the Muscle Men now. <laughs> Currently, we got the greatest of all time, Shawn Michaels, the second greatest, Ric Flair, Tito, Boss Man, and Barbarian. I would just like to point out that the opinions of Randy Archworn do not reflect the podcast. Oh, out goes Shawn Michaels. Flair wasn't the greatest of all time. Flair is the second greatest of all time. But Shawn Michaels and El Mahador, Le Matador, Chico Santana are gone. And comes okay. Hercules Hernandez. He was gone. He's he's passed. Not a Hall of Famer, Why? and I doubt he will ever get in. Okay, but on the sliding scale of of someone like. Um, uh, Coco Beware, why doesn't he get in? Because he was real forever. He was. Coco was only in for ethnicity purposes. I feel. <laughs> and Hercules, I don't think, has enough ethnicity in him. Stevie Ray would have been a better choice for the Hall of Fame. Stevie Ray's in. Harlem Heat. Oh, oh, Harlem Heat, yeah. yeah. Booker T, two time. Harlem Heat will not be in this Royal Rumble, though, folks. <laughs> it's a damn shame. <laughs> I believe Harlem Heat in 1992 might have still been known as Kane and Cole in WCW. They might have been. In 1991, <laughs> I was watching them in Dallas on the... Um, oh, out goes the Barbarian. Someone, and that mighty Hercules. And, oh, no. Boss Man hanging on. Uh-oh. Boss Man and Ric Flair, the only two left. I'll never My understand... First. Why WCW didn't take Ray Trailer in and just name him Ray Trailer? Yeah. Make him a badass, just like Boss Man. You don't have to give him the stupid gimmicks they gave him, like was a fucking Hell's Angel and. Yeah. My my first seeings of Ray Trailer was probably, and that was yeah. Way to sell that one, Boss Man. But Boss Man's out. Rick Flair's the only one in the ring. But back to Big Boss Man Ray Trailer. I remember him probably mid '80s. When he was Big Bubba Rogers. Oh, yeah. And he was the security guy for Jim Cornette mm -hmm. in the Midnight Express. I guess Dusty saw him and he was like, 
Oh no, baby, you're coming to the main event with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ray Trailer, you know, Big Bubba Rogers, and then then went to WWE is WWF, whatever we're gonna call this, and you know, did the whole boss man gimmick. Then went back to WCW and went through gimmicks and obviously finished his career in WWE is under the big boss man gimmick at probably a good two hundred pounds from what he first started. Now we got Piper and Flair. Look at that crowd going nuts. Piper, Hall of Famer, and passed. What's that? Roddy Piper, Hall of Famer, and has passed away. Roddy Piper, one of those tearjerker for wrestling fans that passed away. um, Did he ever get the WCW title? No. Piper was never a world champion. At this point in time, Piper just won the Intercontinental title earlier in the Royal Rumble from the Mountie, of all people. He's a straight-up Japanese pro wrestler. He never sold that <laughs> rope choke thing he did. He just didn't, uh, even, didn't even flinch. Piper did whatever he wanted to. And it was just entertainment promo crazy for Piper. And, and everybody the vintage it. Three Stooges eye poke yep. every single match. Go to sleep. Uh oh. Oh, airplane spin. Wow. You don't see that nowadays. No. Sleeper. Back in the day, when they would someone put a sleeper on, they'd say, "All right, he's already on the side. He doesn't quite have it locked in." And you talk about how they have it hooked. Yeah, sleeper hold over the years has went the crap. It was one of those it moves. You had like the the sleeper, and everybody started doing it. Then yeah. the the power driver, and everybody did that. And then it was the DDT. Oh, the here, here, here comes mode. a good promo guy, Jake uh, the Snake. Yeah. He is a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, not dead, despite all his antics over the years. Jake oh. the Snake still. Living clean now, thanks the, to DDP Yoga. The resurrection of uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. That's a, That's a great movie. watch. Yeah, great watch. If you're a wrestling fan and you haven't seen that yet, yeah, watch the resurrection of Jake the Snake. I mean, if you just uh, want to see a, a really, really good story, I mean, it's, it's really, it was shot really well. I think it's entertaining. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to like it. Yeah. And amazingly enough, Jake the Snake never held a title in WWF. Never. No IC title. Didn't even throw him with anybody to be a tag champion. That's nuts. And, yeah, if you watch those Dark Side of the Rings, behind-the-scene things of Ultimate Warrior, you know. Jake talks a a lot of crap about the Ultimate Warrior and how he should have had a title run and blames that on the Ultimate Warrior, but... I guess just Whatever. wrestling, if you had to run with the champ, yeah. your payday increased yeah. huge. You, you, you paid a lot of money. So Jake was salty about that, but that's just Jake. The figure four leg lock. In the Royal the Rumble match. You don't fucking care. It's the Royal Rumble match. There's no disqualifications. <laughs> no count outs. No submissions or pinfalls. We can't believe any of their monsoon. 
Those are some wild ass uh, pants that Jake Roberts have on. Get the flames coming up the sides. He's getting a wedgie, trying to get him out of the way. Get out, pipe. Ladies and gentlemen, guess who has just come out? Hall of Famer and alive. And alive. Has beaten cancer at least on two occasions. Has visited Tiki Lanes in Lancaster. Yes, has visited Tiki Lanes. (laughs) USA! USA! Oh! If you ain't guessed it by now, folks, we're not going to tell you because you ain't a wrestling fan. Yeah, it's uh, Dale Blackford. <laughs> Just hit the ring. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> well, it looks oh, like him. Oh. Somebody please tag Dale Blackford so he can watch this podcast. Now we're name dropping all the big stars of Lincoln Lanes. Bob Bowers, Dale Blackford. <laughs> We got a four four person rumble going on now. Have you ever seen the the match? It was in an indie promotion. It was uh, it was Hacksaw uh, Jim Duggan wrestling uh, Matt Bourne, like in all the doink shit. And they, they dressed up like doink. Yeah. And it turns into a shoot in the middle of the fight. In the middle of the match, they start fighting each other. Huh. Yeah, I vaguely remember like before doink and the whole maniac Matt Bourne character. WCW, obviously before he became Doink, he was Big Josh mm. in WCW. He was great. That Doink was wasn't just a cartoon. It was a it was a scary dude. We got four Hall of Famers in the ring at the moment. Only one, a former world champion. Hacksaw is another one that never held a belt in WWE. Went to WCW, got the United States title for a little while. That's right. But never a never a champion WWE. I was looking at uh, I was originally looking at, at us doing uh, the Bash '96, I think, where the NWO was formed. Yeah. And there's a match between uh, Jim Duggan and Diamond Dallas Page to take this match. Yeah. And I vaguely remember that yeah. feud. Yeah. For some reason, when he went to WCW. It, yeah, that 96 stage. I don't know why, but they did a whole tape fish, tape fist thing with Jim Duggan. Like, every match, for whatever reason, he, like, taped up his fists and hit people and got disqualified for it. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever, but that was WCW for you. IRS has now joined the fray. Not a Hall of Famer. Oh, I thought... He's the fray. I thought I mean, it was like a I group think he AW might be able to at some point in time. He is a former tag team champion. He's not in the Hall of Fame? Mike Rotundo, IRS, is not in the Hall How of Fame. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? Oh, my God. I mean... IRS, yeah, he had a bad gimmick as IRS, but Mike Rotundo himself was a fantastic wrestler. Wrestled at the University of Syracuse. Yeah, I got some knowledge, people. <laughs> Wrestled at the University of Syracuse because back in the 80s, there was a faction called the Varsity Club yes, in the NWA. Was. And we had Mike Rotundo, who wrestled for Syracuse. 
Rick Steiner, who wrestled for the University of Michigan, mm. and Kevin Sullivan, where I think he was just the leader. Boston and, College. And, okay, Boston College. And he had <laughs> Dr. Death Steve Williams from Oklahoma. That was the varsity club in the 80s. And then Rotundo got stuck with this stupid IRS gimmick. <laughs> but, yes, Mike Rotundo is the father of the fiend, Bray Wyatt. For those that didn't know. Has he showed up on AEW yet? No. Bray Wyatt yeah. is getting into movies right now, apparently. Oh, yeah? I don't know. Depending on what rumor page you read. So now we have Hall of Famer and dead guy Jimmy Snuka, who just entered the ring. Is Snooker in the Hall of Fame? I don't think he is. Snooker is in the Hall of Fame. Didn't he? He was inducted in like the 90s. He like murdered somebody. He was inducted in the 90s sometime. But the murder thing didn't come out until like a few years ago. Okay. So, you know, he was already in. Nothing you can do about it now. I was going to look that up. I wasn't sure about him. Yeah. Already in. As far as I know, he was not Reggie Bush and taken out of the whole thing. With all due respect, his side of the story is she just fell really hard and hit the edge of a dresser. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And plus... Superfly was probably all coked up at the time and had no clue what was going on. I used to watch Jimmy Snooker matches and be like, why is he like do like a suplex to go for a pin? I'm like, you can't win that way. Why are you even trying? <laughs> you know you gotta jump off the ropes. And I thought if you know that's his move, I'm like, I'm gonna keep his ass away from the top rope. Because <laughs> he can't win if you don't get up on that. <laughs> If I'm laying down and he's not around for two seconds, I'm rolling until I'm out of the ring. <laughs> and to add to the never had a title in the WWE, Jimmy Snuka falls into that category as well. It's a good discussion to have. Like, if uh, Hogan doesn't succeed in WrestleMania 1, whatever. Who he is the guy? Come, Who's the guy? And Who's I, the guy? I thought it'd be Snooka. Do the Snooka Piper match at WrestleMania yeah. one, but even back then, his he was known as being kind of crazy and off yeah. the hook. So, oh, Taker! Here comes the dead man, future Hall of Famer. Nineteen ninety two Undertaker was scary as shit. At least that's what he was billed as. <laughs> well, that I is walk the, slow and I will kick your ass at the same time. And of course, Undertaker still alive, still kicking it. Retired, but alive. It's wild to see him in other like doing interviews now, talking. Because he never ever did any interviews. And we're talking the. Uh, he's got the big gray gloves and boots and rock and roller hair, and he's just punching people and no tattoos on him. Yeah, Undertaker, even up to his, like, retirement days, was still, you know, old school, kayfabe, I am the character, even outside of being on TV. Yep. He just, anytime you see him, it was Undertaker 24-7. We're now down to, we have six currently in the ring. Five Hall of Famers plus IRS. <laughs> Sounds bad when you say it like that, but. <laughs> you had the tag titles a long time with Yasi. 
DiBiase was, was the top heel for a long time in WWE. Yeah. Yeah, they had a good run as tag team champions. Oh, he just chopped the Undertaker. Uh-oh. This is that, where Undertaker was, starts hating chops. There's four <laughs> chops to the Taker. It's goozle time. Oh, here comes the Macho Man. Oh, yeah, brother. He was apparently Drake 15 Monsters. Flair just sells him coming in the ring. He fell over for no reason. Savage Flair did not in. get touched and fell right over. That's the power of the madness right there, man. Randy Savage is in his... uh in his gypsy phase with the, <laughs> the purple and he's got like the king colors but like not the king anymore daddy much a man hall of famer passed away it really sucks it went it was after he passed away that they did that yeah that that would have been a great induction if he was still alive just to hear the things he would have had to say much going after the snake right now at this point in times when they had a little bit of a feud. Randy Savage one of the top oh, ranks. Double sledge. He didn't learn about the time he jumped out of the ring and got eliminated himself. Out goes the snake. Whoa! Oh, this is the one where he eliminates the himself. Macho Man just eliminated himself, folks. Jumped over the top rope. Both feet have hit the floor. Makes sense. Yeah. Here comes the taker. This starts the feud that will... Go on for a few months in 92. Ooh, the Taker dude. helps Jake the Snake for a little while. So Taker hits uh, hits Savage and he like bumped. It's like his head. Oh, we're going back into the ring even though we're eliminated. And now Savage is leaving. Like, no way, brother. I don't like, want to be in this match. I've been eliminated, brother. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <coughs> We do know that the Snake and Macho Man are both officially eliminated. The Undertaker right now, uh, we don't know. But he keeps throwing Macho Man back into the ring. Maybe he's just like the biggest Macho Man fan ever, and he's trying to put him back in the match. <laughs> so he punched him to quit fighting, so he can put him back in the match. Yeah. We, we do not know right now, or we're not supposed to know as fans, that Macho Man has been eliminated. He is officially back in the match. And the Undertaker is whooping his ass. Uh-oh. Here comes the hacksaw to take over. I don't know. Okay, get the, get the close-up away from that. I don't know what the hell is going on there. Duggan and those haymakers. Oh, you can't slam the Taker. He's over 300 pounds. <laughs> He's got the weight of hell. You can't lift that. Oh, Yes, folks, Roddy Piper trying to make history, winning the Intercontinental title and trying to win the WWF title here in the Royal Rumble. That's what's at stake. Oh, oh Rick Flair, he... dirtiest player in the game, just low blows the Undertaker. The Undertaker is still standing. He's walking it off like he oh. got bag tagged by a three-year-old. Yep, sure is. Oh, uh, there's Nord the Barbarian. Well, here we come. The Berserker here. The Berserker. I can only win by count out. With Mr. Fuji. 
All the guy can say is, hush. That's a um, Bruiser Birdie thing. It is a Bruiser Birdie thing. And the guy does have a Bruiser Birdie look. I don't know if that's what they were going for. They were both in the AWA together. Yeah, the Viking gimmick was just stupid, though. The guy obviously never got over. Well, they're going to stay gimmicked until, what, 95? Because even then they have the smoking guns and the Dwight the Clown and Max Moon. Yeah, and the the plumber oh, and the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were, we were still gimmicked in 95. The, the hockey guy. The goon. And then there's the a goon. With Barry Darcel, the baseball guy, too. No, Abe. No, he was the, they, we had, he was the putter, the golf guy. That was him. Yes, yes, he did come out with the golf gimmick. There were two baseball gimmicks, which were done by uh, Lombardi, Steve Lombardi. The, what's his name? Oh, Brooklyn that's Brawler. right, yes. Brooklyn yes. Brawler. He did, they brought him out two different times. The one time he was called MVP, and then they tried it again as Abe Knuckleball Schwartz. Yes. Yes, people, we have weird knowledge of professional wrestling. That's just, that's what we do. At least in my brain, I don't know about the Joes, but that's... I can't remember anybody's birthday, but by God, by God, Jim, I can remember wrestlers that, yeah, only wrestled a handful of times. That's that's amazing. That's, I would If I'd said, hey, we're going to talk about wrestling for 12 hours... On uh, someday, and the and my friend was like, "Twelve hours? You gonna talk about Abe Knuckleball Schwartz?" Abe Knuckleball like, Schwartz. How the hell did that ever come up? Oh, here comes Virgil with his candy striper. Uh, yes, the candy on. striper tights. Virgil, not a Hall of Famer, never will be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> and how he was a million dollar champion, we have no clue. They must have just felt bad for him. But Virgil is that. now, I think. At least in his mind, the the number one guy to go get autographs from at a comic con. <laughs> uh, of course, you're referring to the classic picture of him all by himself at a con. <laughs> I I see him every now and then on Instagrams when he like comments on stuff. He's got a name now. He's got some online like video game, some app you can download. That's like an actual game. And it's him, and it has something to do with spaghetti for some reason. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what the tights are for, because it looks like spaghetti. But, yeah, Virgil, who became Vincent, and he was NWO for life for quite a while. So somebody pitched this. Hey, there's this guy that used to be on wrestling a long time ago. He used to come out with, one, with Ted DiBiase. And get, he, well, he's basically a valet, yeah. I got an idea for a mobile game. Him and spaghetti. I swear it's. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm gonna look it up during this podcast. Or was Virgil making spaghetti and be like, you know what? This could make a really good mobile game. <laughs> Virgil has done some recent stuff in AEW. Yeah. Because I believe Soul House Jones or something with Jericho. His original name was Soul Train Jones, so maybe they can't. Soul Train Jones. That's it. Yeah. Soul Train Jones. Oh, here's the Hall of Famer. Colonel Mustafa. The also, Iron Sheik. AKA, yes, the Iron Sheik. 
This was during his Saudi Arabia gimmick because we are in 92 and the whole Gulf War is going on. Straight up shoot, Colonel Adnan. From Colonel Kuwait. Adnan El Qasi. From he's from uh, from Makiway uh, boat, Iraq. Yeah, we gonna see. Virgil, aka Soul Train Jones, the meat sauce god, the Alfredo <laughs> assassin, the breadstick boss. He's known for being well endowed. Here's a plug for Meat Sauce Madness is the name of his game that he has. Meat Sauce Madness. So it's a game about his... Uh, so Virgil, you owe me $20 for that promo, bud. It's a game about his massive manhood. And, and mixed with sauce. spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Yeah, but to mention, to mention Virgil's name, apparently on his Instagram, I think you got to pay him $20 for every time you say Virgil. So I'm up to about a hundred bucks now, but the fact that the the Joe and Randam podcast is even mentioning the name Virgil, you should be thanking us, sir. Former WWE superstar Virgil is not going to show up on my front porch like the kid in uh, Better Off Dad going twenty dollars. Hey, you never know. The dude is always hard up for money. Twenty dollars cash. Sorry, Virgil, I don't have any money. I don't have a dime. Didn't ask for a dime. $20. All right, we are currently nine people in the Rumble, six Hall of Famers, three are not Hall of Famers. The Iron Sheik, Mr. Hulk Hogan. That's a funny. His movie is great, too. I have not seen his movie. Rick Martel. I heard he is quite entertaining, though. Former World Heavyweight Champion of the AWA. Rick Martel, great worker for the business. Great worker. Should have had a run as Intercontinental Champion. I think think he would have been a great Intercontinental Champion. But, WWF-wise, he only held the tag team titles. Actually... Strikes, Strikes Strikes Force. Was him and Tito champions? Were they tag champions? Yeah. My first remembrance of Rick the... Martel was in either, I think, WrestleMania 2 or 3. Him and Tom Zink, the Z-Man, were the Can-Am Connection. Yeah. Rick Martel being Canadian, and of course, Tom Zink, American. Can-Am Connection. Well, Tom Zink left. And, and then Zink left. Yeah, Zink left, went to WCW, and so they brought in Tito to make Strike Force with Martel. They had some great, great tag team. Great, great matches team. with the yeah. Hart Foundation. Yeah. Martel and Tito, yeah, definitely great workers. As they call him in the business. Well, Martel's not in the Hall of Fame? Rick Martel is not a Hall of Famer. That doesn't make no, any sense it at does all. not make sense. He was low to WWE for a while. He didn't end up in WCW until about 98-99. And WCW gave him, gave him a run as TV champion. And I only know this because of the pay-per-views I watched last week. <laughs> and he was TV champion. But him and Booker T put on some good matches in WCW. He had a had one of those inter inter wrestling company champion versus champion matches. There's only a few of them they had. And they always end up in the smas. But yeah, I think it was I think it was Japan. He wrestled Ric Flair when he was AWA champion and Flair was NWA champion. Martel and Flair would be a really good match back in the day. As long as Flair's a bad guy. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> 
The crowd does. They are. They have pop. The only biggest pops that I have been in this match has been Roddy Piper and Hogan. I honestly was never a Hulkamaniac. Never, never really cared for Hulk of it. I didn't buy into the, the vitamins, prayers, vitamin, yeah, <laughs> bullshit. Although I did have the Hulkamania weightlifting set. <laughs> Although those that have known me since I've been little, they did not fucking help whatsoever. <laughs> Maybe you didn't do the other parts of it, the prayer. Yeah, and there, vitamins. there's no purring in vitamins. Yeah, <laughs> that little hand thing it had. I wish, I wish I still had that in my teenage years to help my hand strength. But, you know. Oh, I had the, the, the grip thing to get... Hulk Hogan just eliminated The Undertaker. Yes, he just did. Oh, wow, there's a rat. And out goes Nord the Barbarian. Hulk Hogan, obviously we all know, Hall of Famer, champion, not dead. Oh, oh see you later, Soul Train and the Hacksaw are gone. The Sausage Madness is out, brother. Oh, we almost had Hogan and Piper! God damn you, IRS. Sorry, give it a couple years in WCW and it's the biggest thing ever. <laughs> We're down to six people in the Rumble. Six people. Four Hall of Famers. Two are not. And here comes Skinner. Steve Kern. Steve Kern. <laughs> I believe was the owner and one of the trainers for Ohio Valley Wrestling when it started. Okay, there you go. Which I did not know until I watched the little episode thing on WWE Network. WWE Network, folks, if you like wrestling, it's a good thing. Go back and look at some old stuff that you had no clue even happened. So IRS has Hogan's ripped uh, shirt around his neck, and he looks like he joined Hufflepuff. <laughs> Whatever the one what that has the gold colors. Not a Harry Potter fan, Joe. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I've only read the books. <laughs> Skinner always. Anytime I see in Skinner. It always made me think of my Uncle Harry on my dad's side. <laughs> Literally. Whole face, beard, chewing tobacco, dripping out of your mouth, everything. Looked like my Uncle Harry. Acted like oh, It's such a coincidence. i never seen him in the same place at the same time. So there I don't you know. Go, you never know. Could, could have been. Man, working in, I worked at Lincoln Lanes. I didn't mind if people chew and stuff, but I had to clean up. Like, you worked at Lincoln cups. Lanes? I worked at Tiki Lanes for... About a year or two. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. People would, would like spit their uh, their chew in a uh, coffee cup and put a napkin over top of it. So I'm taking back the stuff to wash and there's, there's spit mixed, mixed with tobacco. I had uh, gross. people, I remember on Saturday night, you know, People born on one lane, different set of people born on another lane. You know, people come up and like, hey, people down there are literally like spitting on your bowlers area, like on the linoleum, like right there. Just literally just, you know, spitting or chewing stuff out. Like, you, you want to go take care of it? Like, all right. I go down and like say something to the guy. Oh, it's not ours. It's not ours. I was like, 
you're the only one's bowling here. That's got to be yours. I said, so somebody needs to clean it up, or y'all can just get out of my bowling alley. I don't, I don't care. Needless to say, they wipe it up and had some words about, oh, whoop your, you know, ain't nobody going to whoop my ass out the bowling alley, but... <laughs> oh, Uncle Harry has been eliminated. I wouldn't get paid enough to talk Sergeant about. Slaughter has joined the Rumble. No, is he for Iraq at this point? No. At this point, Sergeant Slaughter has went American. And I only remember this because when Nikolai Volkov came out, he had the trunks with the Soviet Union and U.S. flag yeah, on his trunks. So at this point in time... Nikolai Volkov and Sergeant Slaughter are allies in a tag team in 1992. But then what? They had Colonel Mustafa. So he was only... Yeah, Mustafa... Yeah, it it wasn't much longer when Mustafa and Adnan, like, oh, disappeared. Oh, okay. You're saying they continued that on a little bit. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Till probably his contract expired, but... Okay. You might have even had an Adnan-Mustafa versus... Volkov slaughter match at some point in time there, but if you can find that chic movie, that's at a, this that's time a, that's a America movie. has forgiven Sergeant Slaughter for being a Saudi Arabia ally, and we've adopted him back into our hearts. Iraqi sympathizer. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Iraqi sympathizer. Hogan getting beat on by Slaughter. I just wish we could have seen Slaughter as champion. With the, because he was not now he's old, but when he was younger, he could have been maybe the the, the whole program because in those matches with him and Sheep, Sergeant like, Slaughter in the eighties was obviously very popular because of the whole. I mean, he had his his own GI Joe. Yep. They made him a GI Joe. So did, uh, being a too. professional wrestler and to go over into pop culture, GI Joe and all that stuff. Yeah, Slaughter was big in the eighties. We've got Sid Vicious in the ring now. Sid Vicious, Justice, Psycho, Sid. At this point, he is the Justice of WWE. And his Carolina Blue Tights. Tries to eliminate IRS, but it doesn't help. At this point, we do not know. Sid is playing the I'm a nice guy baby face, but I might not be. He always wrestled the same. He didn't wrestle different as a baby face. You know? No, Sid, <laughs> Sid's skill set obviously was very limited. And his promo skills needed some work. But I don't know. I don't really know what the big deal was about Sid. I mean, he wasn't horrible. But to me, he, he wasn't the greatest either. So I don't know. But he did frequent back and forth quite often between WCW and WWF. The only match you love his you like you gotta see though is one where he breaks his leg. Yeah, that's, that's watching now. That, yeah, him and Steiner. He blames all that on the the spot calling. I've never done that move before, and they want me to go up to the middle rope and jump off. Okay, yeah. Sid, who Ooh, he's still alive and. Not a Hall of Famer, but in my opinion, he, he definitely could be. What? He put in his longevity. He was a WWF and WCW champion both. He main evented several pay-per-views. Wrestlemania, at WrestleMania, least, against yeah. The Undertaker. WrestleMania 13. Had some great uh, matches. Shawn, too. Great matches with Shawn Michaels, yes. Was that Shawn, Mania or was that something? That was a Royal Rumble, a Survivor Series. 
The one where he hits uh, him with the the camera. That was that was great. Yeah, match. that was yeah. It was, they never made a Mania match, but Royal Rumble or Survivor Series for sure. But that's later on in '95. You ever notice when somebody tries to say what a good wrestler somebody is, they always like. That match you had with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Shawn Michaels <laughs> always gets included. He knew how to put people over. That's why he's my number one. Ric Flair, yeah, but I don't know. Ric Flair, I think, just had too many matches before my time. And he had some great, you know, in-prime matches that I've seen. But Shawn Michaels, that's my dude. Hogan and Flair on the outside. Neither one eliminated. But Ric Flair's got to do his suplex spot on the outside, <laughs> like every match. Oh, and the Warlord has joined the Royal Rumble, but nobody cares about the Warlord. <laughs> oh, oh, oh out goes Slaughter, face first into the turnbuckle, and, they, and over goes Slaughter. So they're like, oh, he's gonna be you. busted open, brother. Like we're gonna whip you in the corner real fucking hard, and you're gonna. That, hit that it was and a fly Slaughter spot, though. That was a Slaughter spot. Yeah, he did that in a lot of matches. Hogan with the big boot in the Royal Rumble would don't mean shit. It looked like he was trying to figure out if he could bounce up and hit the... Yeah, so I hit the leg drop on your rook. <laughs> Warlord still still does signings at promotion, indie comic con type deal thing. We're coming up on the 49 minute mark. Uh, I thought oh, I gave oh it a IRS going out by the tie. Getting pipe. Oh, in the ropes with the chop and we've got Flair Nick. We've got eight wrestlers in. currently. IRS eliminated by his tie. So we're down to seven. If you get chopped right in the nipple, it's gotta hurt more. Seven people, four world champions. Four Hall of Famers. Well, there goes the oh, Warlord. out goes the Warlord. Jacked up, ball-headed D-bag. So you think the Nasty Boys are going to be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, nasty Boys? I guess... Wrestling fan-wise, yes. They should be. They've held the titles several federations. Not the greatest of wrestlers or workers but longevity wise and tag team wise that they were around were popular got over and yeah I think just the fact that they were champions wherever they went they they definitely deserve it I think they were almost the Dudley boys before the Dudley boys came along alright Savage just went out we're down to the final three Flair Hogan Flair Hogan Sorry to cut you off. Justice. Said justice, that's right. And Hogan's like chopping, like, I can do that now, brother. Flair. Oh, oh! Flair fakes the turnbuckle spot. Or did he just get stuck uh, in between? Because uh, uh. there he is on the apron. Uh, I bet it was supposed to be the flip. What are we doing? Stop on the apron. And oh, no! Said justice just threw out Hulk Hogan. Following the rules. What are you doing, brother? We're supposed to be friends. <coughs> Why don't you cry, Hulk Hogan? He followed the rules. That's how you win a Royal Rumble, sucker. Uh -oh. Hogan uh -oh. cheats. The only cheat in this match. So pulling far. a heel move. Yanking on Justin. Oh, Flair from behind. It takes it. Oh, my God. 
with the help of Hulk Hogan. Ric Flair coming in at number three is your winner of the Royal Rumble and new undisputed WWF champion for the first time. Bobby the Brain Heenan just said yes six times in a row. Bobby Heenan <laughs> selling tremendously for Ric Flair, the second greatest of all time. Oh, here comes Hogan. Oh, get out of my ring, brother. So and guess what, is, sucker? What's I his, am the champ. Hogan's like, hey, I got eliminated fair and square. Then I cheated, and this guy helped me cheat to eliminate this guy. I'm going to go tell him what's up. Yep. <laughs> yep. After Flair wins, instead of Flair being the center of attention, we have Hogan and Justice in the ring. Is this a setup for WrestleMania, Joe? Oh my God! Look how much are we doing? Are, these guys. are we doing WrestleMania setups in 1992? Uh, but in the ring we've got Rene Goulet. Rene Goulet. Um, is that a Pat Patterson? Uh, right there. There's Pat it. Patterson. So is it not Salvatore? That's the back of his head. Yeah, that's that's Pat Patterson. The guy in the back there. Right we had there the blonde-haired guy. I Never knew his name, but he came out with everybody. That's Terry Phillips, I believe. We got referee Joey Morello, one of the. Hepner brothers. Actually, we have both Hepner brothers in the ring. So, are you saying that Ted DiBiase didn't pay for that? This is after um, that. I don't know about. I think this would be uh, after that. So the other. Yeah, it don't matter. You know, the, Andre was champion. That's all that mattered. They did the um, the plastic surgery, and they're like, "Hey, why don't you work for us?" Yeah. Right I now, heard, Ric Flair and him winning the WWF title is taking a back seat to Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice in the ring. Which, ladies and gentlemen, this being the Royal Rumble of 1992, this was all a setup to go into WrestleMania 8 at the Indianapolis Hoosier Dome, which I attended. I was in attendance in 1992 for WrestleMania 8 to see these matches go down. Hulk Hogan ends up against Sid Justice. Macho Man Randy Savage against Ric Flair for the WWF title. Very underrated matchup. Very, very, very good match. I Man. was, um, for that WrestleMania, I don't know how many times this happened to you, but you got a friend that said, hey, I know someone that has a pay-per-view. Yeah. And you go to their house. Yeah. There was this guy named Danny who used to come in, come in bowling. He was somehow related to the Barnards. And uh, he always knew who had the pay-per-view. We would just go to that house and watch it. And I was at some people's house I never met before. But I got to watch yeah. WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, other, I mean, my cousin Keith, it was in the day, you know, when you had WWF and WCW both having pay-per-views in the same month, we would go to my cousin Keith's house and, you know, we have a group of guys, you know, me, me, Keith, Dival, whoever, Curry, just Where random, was my random people. Invite to this? I don't know. I mean, like, we knew each other, but I don't think we were close back I then. I know Keith. I, I know Junior. <laughs> but it was two Larry. times a month. Yeah, we always went to Keith's house, and everybody had to throw in their money ahead of time, you know, to pay for that $40 pay-per-view. But I got one here for you. But for the, we're coming uh, up in five minutes. Coming up on five minutes. This is just for the podcast audience. At one time, the Salvation Army people, uh, they got a house he lived in. This this commander lived there, and he would get pizza on every pay per view, and he would get a crap load of them, 
He would Damn. never tip. And he would complain about the anything. He was like the life. biggest pain in the ass I've ever seen. Not that one of the great Ric Flair promos right there. Oh, yeah. With a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment in my life. A slam, obviously, towards WCW and whoever was in charge of shit there at the time. And, he said that he uh, he did that on purpose, and he felt it. Of course he did. Yeah. All right, so we're coming up to the three-minute mark. Flair's got the three belt. Three-minute warning. Got, did somebody say three minutes? <laughs> we got Oakland, uh, Keenan, and Perfect. Perfect is uh, Hall of Famer and moved, you know, has passed on. Of course, Bobby the Brain Heenan was ravaged by uh, cancer. God bless. God rest his soul. Oh, this is good stuff. So I got some facts from uh, from the event. First off, Flair, on from the January 12th episode of the Woo Nation Ric Flair podcast, Flair said he didn't find out he was winning the, until he showed up at the, at the event. He had no idea he was going 60 minutes. Uh, Jake Roberts came up and told him, hey, congratulations, this is a huge deal, for he even knew he was going to win the title. So check out Ric Flair and the Uncensored, uh, on Woo Nation Uncensored podcast. Him and uh, Mark Madden, who I never really liked. Yeah, me neither. And, uh, but he brings me Ric Flair, so it's like, eh. Go on Mark Madden here, and, uh, uh. Anyways. Mark Madden was a horrible commentator in WCW. Vince, uh, he said that Vince only promised him he'd make more money in, in WWF. He didn't ever promise him a title or anything. When the 1992 started, uh, George H.W. Bush was president. And he also, the last year of his presidency is when he puked on that person in Japan and like, passed out and stuff. Um, Howard, Kels- How- Howard Cosell died. Jeffrey Dahmer is convicted of eating people. Tiger Woods did his first PGA event. He was just a little kid. The movie My Cousin Vinny. Uh, they had Silence of the Lambs. Two yeah, you know, how many times we're doing board meetings for bowling and someone said about youth and I go, excuse me. <laughs> Sam Kinison died. The LA riots. Six, 63 people dead. 2,000, well, 2,300 injured. LA riots. 92. Can we all just get along? Yep. And the end of MTV as we know it. The debut episode of The Real World. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> it was Good, We've though. been 30 years without music. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Carson retires. The uh, shootout at Ruby Ridge. And uh, last one I got, the Reservoir Dogs movie came out. One of my favorite movies. So we got a minute left. So Randy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No problem, sir. We got to do this again. Wrestling and bowling go hand in hand, just well, so people know. Yeah, we're we're, we're stuck we with... We another uh, podcast. I'm going to come up with my... Bowling to wrestler ratio, that which, needs, is some, which is something I like to do. That See might need the, updated. The bowlers rank, in my mind. That might need some updated. Other people's opinions. I guess now, anyways, we'll get into that. That's a whole other show. There's 30 seconds to go. I want to thank you all for checking this out. And if you could share it and say, hey, "There's my goofy friends here. They're having fun. I think you might like it too." Well, thank you, and we'll be seeing you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>